0: We are Unqualified Parenting.
1: We're here to do the work researching topics so that you don't have to. We're a dad
0: and a mom aiming to bring you our own unique perspective from our two very different blended families.
1: Hmm? Is that the wind? It's fucking crazy out there.
0: Yeah, we have like an excessive wind warning.
1: We've got like wildfires raging. Which yeah, And then f- the
0: winds are just gonna blow them everywhere. Fucking. It's gonna be great. Did you see the sun a night?
1: The sun a night? <laughs> is that like a new religion? That was four syllables sun-a-night. in tonight. I was born a sun a night. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty sunny. It was like
0: so it was red. like, sun. It was like a And then the skyline was purple. It was so pretty, but also is. so horrible because it's just so smoke. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get ten minutes into it, and, and everything's gonna, gonna go, go out. out. <laughs> I know, and then you'll kill yourself. <laughs> yep, <laughs> probably. I'll just I'll just walk outside, just wait for
1: a branch just to impel me in the forehead, <laughs> and then i will just be done.
0: Hello. <laughs> Hi. How are you? <laughs> so stressed <laughs> that I might cry. <laughs>
1: like, hang on. There's an alcoholic beverage with my name. We're,
0: we're starting the podcast almost two hours late. <laughs> Somebody was having car problems. Good
1: Lord. The, we have an old Volkswagen bug.
0: Is it like a 1932?
1: Yeah, it came out right after the Model A. <laughs> it's a 20-year-old bug. Not like the cool bug that everyone thinks. This is the lame. It's lime green. It's the one that looks like like a blister almost. It's ugly.
0: It's a stupid age. It's not even old enough to drink, but it's old enough to go to jail for murder. Dumb bitch car.
1: Anyways, got in it to come to podcast, and we don't normally drive that car very much, especially with coronavirus. We're always in our uh, Tesla Model X. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know. They don't know what we drive, (laughs) and this sounds cool. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> got in to drive here, and it started overheating. And so I pulled over, and I was like, oh, it's coolant, coolant thing, whatever. It has coolant issues anyways. And it wasn't. It was oil, and I changed it. I fixed it. I fixed the the hose, the oil hose, faster than my wife could put my key back on my key ring. How I do like, you know this? I, like, got it because she was there waiting for us when oh. her husband took me. And... When I got out of the car, my key fell off my key ring And I handed it to her, I was like, here, put this back on And I grabbed the new part And I opened the hood, and I got everything changed Put back together, all done And she was still trying to put the key on the key ring <laughs> So, and then I got in To drive, and then it overheated again And I liked and I have like, a geyser Of coolant, like Shooting, so I just left it in the middle Of the road and hoofed it <laughs> No, you didn't Just ran the whole way no. Like the million dollar man.
0: My husband helped you. He saved me. He saved you I and did. many firemen carried you back to your car.
1: He was my knight in shining t-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Fun. That and was- your
0: birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Happy God. birthday. It but by the time birthday. this gets released, you'll already be so old. So fucking old.
1: 37. Tell you what. I don't feel a day over 80. <laughs> My health is like taking a dive. I've gained like forty pounds. (laughs) My hair's falling out. I've got grease all over my shirt.
0: Having one leg just has to be so hard on your whole body.
1: Oh, it's fucking yeah, yeah. It's it's great
0: because I think about just even standing there and how often you shift. Your weight from one leg to the other and then if you have one leg you can't do that ever except
1: this like locks when i'm standing it locks straight
0: your, f- your fake leg yeah
1: so i can totally lean on it
0: oh that's cool i didn't and know, know
1: that when i take a step it like unlocks wow that's what you hear is clicking
0: oh
1: that broken I do lock hear that? Oh, stop doing it maybe it got fixed maybe something went right yeah <gasps> yay, <it>? yay! <laughs> podcast we're here we recording. I think we're recording. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, because I've got it recorded on the. This- I just checked the podcast. It was just fine. <laughs> all right, Jen, what are we talking about today? Cuz I'm so We're we talking about moving in.
0: You're going to teach me all about how to move in together as a blended family.
1: Well, there's no good way to do it. So
0: All right, episode over. So
1: don't do it. <laughs> I I had like all these ideas of what I was going to do for the podcast and as I got started to do it I was like, "Wait, i do that it's gonna leave out the people in this situation i'll change oh but that's gonna leave out the people in this situation and i was like oh my god (laughs) there's so many combinations of possible move-ins move-outs yeah that it's like fucking crazy
0: um we did have a listener chime in on how they're moving in together i don't know if you want to do that Like, our stories, like, stories now or, like, after we hear about the correct way?
1: Well, I mean, you and I have talked about our stories, and there have been bits and pieces on certain episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, like the way that we moved in was, Mikkel moved in first. We didn't have Aubrey.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a unique situation for a blended family. Yeah, and so...
1: It it was less Mikkel moving in with me and a child and more like, here's the situation. This is what normal is. I guess what? Nope. Fuck that. Here's a kid <laughs> and normal's gone. And we addressed how big of an asshole I was when we were talking with Mara from Brenda, Blended Family Frappe when I totally didn't realize that like I was an asshole <laughs> through like the whole process. And... There were so many things I did absolutely wrong, but Mikkel's so amazing that it just She's worked. So sweet. Yeah, I love her so much. And then yours—I feel like your situation is more typical. I'd say more typical of like the step parent.
0: Yeah, for the file parent, part time. Right. Yeah, for sure.
1: So Steve had Lily part time, mm-hmm. and you guys were dating
0: every Wednesday, um, every other weekend.
1: Now. They talk a lot on the internet about how like there's this like hard and fast rule that's like six months, date six months, don't introduce your kids,
0: Mm. which. Ours was like well over a year, I would say. Before you met. Yeah. Which was a huge issue between us. Uh, We had a very high conflict ex in the situation and i think he was just really nervous about that explosion that it was going to be once i entered the picture.
1: Oh, yeah. So which all right, so i was reading online and that tends to come up a lot as a question is when do we tell the non it's so hard like all these terms to try yeah. to like oh, stuff whatever. The non-cohabitating <laughs> parent so whoever's not living with everyone, whoever's on the Let's outside. Let's
0: call them the co-parent. The co-parent. Let's call, yeah.
1: There's a lot of questions like, when do we tell the co-parent that we're moving in together and I'm going to be living with their kids? hmm I don't know. It's I so mean, hard. I think,
0: and it sucks because it does depend on your situation and uh, your relationship with them. Because
1: here's the thing, six months to some relationships is four dates. You know, depending yeah. on the relationship and what the relationship Six months for some people is a fucking lifetime. Yeah. It's so long. I went. Mikkel and I. I my, ours is a little different. I knew from the get-go that Mikkel was the one. Like, I, I didn't question it at all. From the first time I met her, I was like, all right, th- this is her. <laughs> right here. And so she met Aubrey for Aubrey's birthday. Two months after we started dating,
0: that's still a decent chunk of time.
1: But it was also a super quick meet because basically I just had Aubrey long enough to throw her a birthday party that mm-hmm. weekend. So, Mikkel only saw her for maybe a day. Yeah, and, and meeting
0: the step kids that could be a whole other episode in itself, right?
1: And it wasn't like it wasn't like it was just the three of us one on one. We were at my sister's house, and she has three kids, and you know so. It was super relaxed. That's good environment. Yeah, when they first met. But yeah, it was like two months in. But I didn't introduce anyone else I dated. To yeah, Aubrey. Because I just didn't think that they were going to last.
0: Yeah, it's good.
1: You know, and they say you know you don't want to you don't want your kids to get used to being around somebody and then they're gone, and kids. They grieve. They feel that loss. Yeah. They've lost a person. Yeah. There was a whole person that lived here that was gone. On the
0: flip side too, it's not fair for someone to fall in love with you without getting an idea of everything they're coming into.
1: Right. So that takes me, I honestly don't know where this podcast is going (laughs) because I prepared about four different directions.
0: Oh, so it's like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. This is
1: like one of those old school choose your own adventures (laughs) where you like flip ahead like 14 pages to see if like, ah, fuck, okay. Looks like the piranha plant ate me. I got to go back (laughs) to the start and go over again. So we've kind of got this thing. So I thought it'd be cool if we read some listener stories and maybe gave our advice based on what we have experienced in blending our families Mm. because your family's blended but part of it leaves Mm -hmm. and in my family we're blended and we all stay yeah so i think we might have just enough knowledge to not know a damn thing what we're talking about but it's our podcast so we get to pretend (laughs) like we know how's that sound
0: (laughs) we can hopefully relate to these situations
1: i hope so so should we read the one that we got from um one of our listeners on Instagram.
0: Yeah. we got a whole I don't bu- know if she wants to be anonymous, so let's just
1: keep her. I'll anonymous. anonymize them. We we got a whole bunch of these in on our Instagram. And we thought we thought we'd read this one. All right. So this is from uh foot tickler ninety nine. Ew
0: no, don't give her that <laughs> nickname. That's horrible. What do you want it to be? We'll call her Kanga.
1: All right, Princess Sprinkles. Kanga Um, she says, we moved in without really realizing it happened. We tried, uh, me having a sleepover first and it went without a hitch. My partner and I didn't sleep well at all as we were worried about how she'd react, but we need not to worry as it went so well that when stepdaughter came into our room in the morning to have a daddy cuddle before getting up for school, which is very important. Cuddle your children in the morning. Say hello. (laughs) Welcome them to the world again. I used to tell Aubrey, I used to say, hey, good morning, I missed you. And she'd go, oh, Dad, I missed you too. And I'd say, clean your fucking room. (laughs) That was so cute. All right, so they tried to sleep over first and went without a hitch. So the stepdaughter comes into the room for some daddy cuddles before school. She didn't realize that this woman was there. Princess Sprinkles was there. She got up to go to the bathroom and she only... No, 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 no. Oh, and she only realized that she was there when the when the door to the bathroom closed. She looks at her dad. She goes, "Daddy, who's that?" And her significant other explained that it was Princess Sprinkles. And then when I came back out of the bathroom, she was super excited that I was there so early. So that was it. Didn't worry about it after that, and we've now lived together for eighteen months. So That's
0: awesome.
1: How old was the stepdaughter in that one? I don't uh, think it said. I
0: didn't
1: say. So I'm going to say.
0: I mean, young enough to still want morning cuddles, so I would say under nine.
1: Uh, I still get morning cuddles from my dad, so (laughs) I don't know why you would make that a weird thing. (laughs) But yeah, so, all right, so I have a list. I have a list here of things that you should and shouldn't do. And so I'm going to say that the end result was really good, but the execution needed some work on On that that last one. Step one, the first thing that you should do is you should set the expectation with the child because the child is whose life is changing because you've had this other person in your life for a while,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: long enough to get to know each other and want to move in together, but the child doesn't. Yeah. So they tell you not to ask the child if it's okay. That's a lot of responsibility. You're putting a lot on a little child's plate. Yeah. Do you want so-and-so to move in? I don't know. Well, I need an Well, answer.
0: Plus, you know it's not up to them. Yeah. If they say no, or are you are just going to be like, well, so long.
1: Like, like <laughs> We had a good run. We're totally perfect for each other. This
0: five-year-old should decide our fate, We however. finish
1: each other's sandwiches <laughs> like we're meant to be, but this kid doesn't want it. They say to instead set the expectation. Hey, how are you? So-and-so is going to move in with us, and they're going to be here, but they're not going to be your mom or dad. They're just going to be so-and-so for now. Mm-hmm. And they're going to stay in my room. And you're still going to have your own room and your own stuff. This is just going to be an extra person.
0: It's funny how much of all these things revolve back to respectful parenting.
1: Right? (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. It was like, (laughs) go back to episode.
0: Respectful parenting. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever it was.
1: Episode. What was it? Like 30.
0: Something. Something like that.
1: You'll find it. You listen to it because you're all great listeners. and You listen to all of them. But yeah, respectful parenting. So you need to set the expectation with the child, but then you and your partner need to sit down and set some expectations themselves.
0: Which I super wish we would have done that part.
1: So did you guys just, you moved in, set but we, no We talked to her, like,
0: we told her, like, uh, I, did, I hadn't had any sleepovers or anything. It was just like, hey, she knew, she knew was a girlfriend, you know, she's moving in now, and... We had been putting my furniture in and we'd made sure like my stepdaughter was there for it. She was, I think five at the time, maybe six. Uh, but she was like looking around the room and she's like, oh no, where's Jen gonna sleep? And we're like, Uh, I don't know. <laughs> And she patted my husband's bed and said, she should sleep here with you. And we're like, what a great idea. (laughs) Which is totally. Because you're both like
1: winking at each other like, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But also before I moved in, um, they had been co-sleeping for a couple years. Yeah. From like two to I think four. And so it was like when he started dating me, he immediately was like, okay, time for big girl bed. Because you don't want to be replacing those kids. Yeah. So if your kids are still sleeping in your bed and that's not something you want when you're going to be going to the candy shop at night, then you should probably start it before they move in because then the kid feels like they're getting kicked out.
1: Yeah. So, so that was another one that came up. And that's where you and your partner need to set those like expectations. You need to sit down and go, okay, where am I sleeping? If I'm in this room this needs to be my room and kids can come in, but they're not allowed in bed. And they say that what you should do is you should sit down and literally like, you, you know, when you're having like an anxiety attack and all you can think about is everything that could go wrong mm-hmm. and your brain just won't shut up. Mm-hmm. They say to do that.
0: I don't like that.
1: <laughs> so you can talk about, okay.
0: I'm having anxiety. Just thinking all, right. About having anxiety so, attack.
1: all right. So you and I are moving in together. I have fifteen kids. Okay. All under the age of two.
0: I'm gonna be drunk every day, just warning you now.
1: That's great. (laughs) You have set the expectation that you'll be drunk every day. And I have accepted
0: that. I will have Xanax every day.
1: I accept that. Okay. I will be high out of my mind.
0: (laughs) Great parents. High five.
1: We're gonna win. Um, so you'd set you'd you'd think of these things like, okay, what if biodad is at work? And stepmom's at home with stepkid, and stepkid gets hurt. What's the expectation?
0: Rub some salt in it.
1: Done. Stepdad's at work. <laughs> bio mom's at home. Stepkid's mm. at home. Discipline. What happens? So they say to walk through all of this yeah, stuff and that's... set those expectations. Because, like, so many situations came up with Aubrey and Mikkel and I where it was just, we had no idea what to do. I'd be at home. Aubrey will have done something bad, and the only thing I could think of is wait till your dad gets home
0: mm. which
1: totally takes any power and authority away and it from makes you the bad
0: guy all the time
1: yeah, and it and honestly it did like I thought it would help Mikkel because she could just step aside mm-hmm. she wouldn't have to worry about discipline, but it made her frustrated,
0: yeah because
1: she had to sit in that. S- environment while i'm out of it i'm at work she has to sit and stew in it Mm -hmm. and just wait and then hope that i bring down the justice that she feels she's deserved
0: that's a good way to put it
1: right because you're just sitting there waiting and you're just like okay the judge is gonna come in and it's hard as a bio dad because you're like okay Yes, she did this thing, but this thing isn't that big of a portent. It's not a big deal. It's, mm-hmm. it's small, but it's big to you. So yeah. so I found at times that I've had to address Mikkel more than Aubrey. And a lot of times it comes down to an expectation we didn't set of, okay, like this is safe, this isn't safe, this is okay. I need to discipline. I can't discipline. I need. You've got to set those expectations. Mm-hmm. Another big one that people don't talk about is money. You've got to set some money expectations. You are now combining a single household with a household with multiple people. Yeah. You need to figure out where money for kids is going to come from. Yeah. Who's going to do the school drop offs? Who's going to pick up from the other parent? You know, who's going to take them to their doctor's appointments? You, there's a list, a long list that you need to go through to set those expectations. Otherwise, when the situation happens, you're both going to freak the fuck out. Yeah. And the child's going to be left in the mist and not know what's going on. Yeah. So you got to set those expectations early.
0: Yeah, that's super smart.
1: Um, you You need to have your space. If they're not your kids, you need to have your space.
0: Oh, yeah. You need, like, your room or wherever you pick to be, like, that's your special room. And if you don't want kids in there, that's okay.
1: Yeah, so here's some things you can expect. Moving in with a bio parent and a bio kid. These are just accepted truths. And I want you to tell me if these are on point or not.
0: All right. I'm going to, am I going to get all worked up again? <laughs> like that one. <laughs> you, have, you have a drink there, don't you? Yep.
1: Do you need to go get your prescriptions? There <laughs> you go. No, I'm good. All right. <laughs> the number one thing you need to realize as a non custodial cohabitating parent. Your stuff if not put away is fair game. If you have expensive I object. <laughs> If you have expensive makeup and you leave it on the counter like you just have to expect that it's going to get destroyed if not put away. Not that that's okay. Okay. Not that like, oh, you left it out my kid ate. It's Your- kind of
0: like with pets though. I right. left my laptop out at my boyfriend's house when I was 17 years old. And the cat who just tips over water for no, if he sees a cup of water, he's like, fuck that. And he tips it over right on my laptop and it sat there for eight hours. Totally destroyed it. And yeah. I was 17, you know, yeah. working yeah. part time. You know,
1: when, when our dog was still alive, it was the same thing. You couldn't leave anything. He ate a hard drive.
0: Oh, I had a dog that ate a remote and sunglasses. I was like, what are you doing? What the fuck? Like, that doesn't even sound fun.
1: Kids are the same way.
0: It sounds painful. They'll
1: play with anything. They'll use anything. Or in the case of my daughter, she'll steal 50 bucks out of my wallet <laughs> in front camera. of the security camera. <laughs>
0: That's still the best video. <laughs> so
1: you need to understand that your stuff, if not put away, is fair game. Not that it's fair yeah, to you. That it's makes sense. It's just that you left it out. These are kids they are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. They're going to destroy it. All right.
0: Oh, speaking sorry, I have a little story. Uh, we have one of those like super nice extendable things that brush off your car because we live in Utah, we get a ton a of brush? snow. Um, but it's like the big like broom looking one oh, yeah, that for like the extends snow. and you could brush it off the top of your car yeah. and it collapses back. And it was in the garbage. In the garage. I was like, oh, that sucks. It must have broke. And we were at Costco and I saw one for sale. And I was like, oh, your, yours broken. Let's buy a new one. And my husband's like, just didn't break. And I'm like, it's in the garbage in the garage. And he's like, oh, I was just putting it there because I didn't know where else to put it. <laughs> like, if you put it in the fucking trash, you're like, you didn't take it outside. I'm like, why would you store it there? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
1: You all know. Things. So when I was in high school, <laughs> I went shopping. I'm I'm not a big, like, I don't buy clothes. I, I don't give in to the whole, like, you have to have nice clothes and you have to, like, I look nice, but I don't have to, like, I don't buy clothes. I decided to go buy clothes. Ooh. Whole new everything. Whole new wardrobe, <laughs> right? So I go to the mall. It was, like, high school, right? I'm hitting Zoomies, right? I'm hitting PacSun, Hollister, you know. Banana
0: all- Republic? No. God <laughs> oh, damn. <sorry>. Jeez.
1: <laughs> This is this is like a parenting podcast. let keep it clean. <laughs> but I get I get home and I'm in like my, my old truck. It's an old 1970 F250. You and your me and your husband talked about it a lot tonight while we were fixing my car. Precious. And I get home and I, we live in an apartment. I park in front of the like dumpster or whatever. And I was like, oh, I should clean my truck because it's kind of dirty.
0: With your new clothes.
1: And about two days later, I was like, where the fuck are all my clothes? (laughs) I threw them all away. (laughs) (laughs) Right after buying them, just chucked them in the garbage (laughs) like some idiot. And it was like, garbage has already been picked up. It's too late. Oh,
0: no. That sucks. I hate clothes shopping. I'd be so frustrated. Like,
1: like I hate shopping for pants because of my Uh. leg.
0: Well, I, yeah. It's I it's it like almost my impossible.
1: My one leg is super skinny cuz it's made out of metal. I got a big butt on the other side. I don't have a butt on like it's it's hard. I it's hate hard?
0: It. it's <laughs> hard. It's so hard. It's so it's hard, Old, hard yo. don't you know?
1: All right. Back to back <laughs> to our thing here. All right. The 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 reality you need to accept number 2 that's dose for those south of the border. Your bedroom on their weekends will be invaded and your personal space is gone. No. It's going to happen.
0: It hasn't happened.
1: Those kids are going to run in that room in the morning.
0: Dad, dad, mom, mom. Okay, I will admit the first couple years that happened, but it doesn't happen anymore. Now there is a respectful knock every damn time, even if the doors open, she'll knock.
1: Your personal space. Not even
0: sorry about this. <laughs> <it. laughs>
1: from you know, depending on how young they are, the younger they are, the earlier they get up. So from five a.m. to eleven p.m., your personal space. Yeah, does not. I exist. remember
0: it sucked. It's. Gone. I was pissed.
1: They, I was so pissed. They want to be all Those up in your business. Those were bad times. Those were bad times. Yeah. All right. Should we do the third one? Because this is kind of fun. I think I like this more than I like telling people how to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> all right the third one is start each weekend with a family like gathering or a game night meeting night or whatever so you can go over the rules of the house this is something every week you, you need to accept
0: every week
1: i would say
0: maybe in the beginning i
1: would say in the beginning as a reminder all right Take your shoes off at the front door. Like you can have a small little checklist, and probably for the big things, the biggest things that drive you absolutely batshit crazy. with
0: your fucking mouth, closed.
1: You'll you'll not look at me
0: <laughs> in the eye
1: <laughs> unless you are addressed by name.
0: We're gonna Caesar Milan this. No look, no talk, no mm-hmm. touch. <laughs> yep, that's what I had to do with my dog because he was kind of aggressive.
1: So, absolutely, you have you have two two ways of doing things. You have the way things were or three ways. You had the way things were done before you showed up, the way things are done at the other parent's house, and then the way that things are now. Mm. And you need as 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 the bio parent and the step parent, you need to be flexible in adopting things from the other house, adopting things when it wasn't you, and creating things that is just you.
0: Yeah, you can't expect like Everything to change. So you have to compromise.
1: So I usually, when it comes to rules and like picking them out, I usually pick anything that's taking care of yourself as a high priority mm. like showering, wiping, brushing your teeth. And then for me, it comes manners and then doing chores. Mm-hmm. I would rather you work on manners than oh, you yeah. work on how to wash dishes.
0: I, I every day, my two year old, if she's like, no, mommy, then I'll say,
1: no, no please, you.
0: mommy, or yeah. no, thank you, mommy, or no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Every I, day.
1: I think that should be in, in like an instinct kids have that you've raised them to just always As say soon that. as
0: they start talking, yeah. they should be polite. And absolutely. I've had multiple people say how polite my two-year-old is.
1: So when you're moving in together, figure out those things that absolutely drive you batshit crazy. And it's okay to sit down and have like, all right, our first dinner of the weekend we can hang out. We can go over the, the rules real quick. Maybe what we have planned for the weekend. Again, respectful parenting. You're setting expectations with the, you know, the non habit I'm so adult. The other Co-parent. Kid, the kid. Parent. Whatever. Co-parent. <laughs> Anyways, that way you know where you are. Okay. All right. So. It's going to take a lot of time. They say on average it takes about two years for things to get in a rhythm, for things to work.
0: And then isn't it five to seven to be like fully blended? Yeah. Are you blended, Cody?
1: I'd say we are. I'd say we definitely are. But we were from the get-go almost. You know, like the other parent was totally gone.
0: Well, yeah, but you both didn't feel comfortable in your position in the family for a long time. That's what I think successful planning is, is you feel like... I would
1: say we hit that about two or three years ago, where things are just cruising.
0: That's good.
1: Everyone knows their boundaries. Everyone knows their role. Mm -hmm. Things get done. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like, like our house is one of, like, absolute expectations, and if you're not going to meet those, you need to communicate it. Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds bad, but I run a very strict house, But it doesn't feel strict. Things get done the way they're supposed to do. And if I have to discipline, once the discipline has been brought out, it's done. Yeah. I'm back to fun, dad. We can chill.
0: I, I just want to point out, you said, "Things get done the way they are supposed to do."
1: <laughs> hey, I'm 37. I get to bring in like these old like that quote southern ways of like getting things done.
0: <laughs> things are get done the way they do. <laughs> <laughs> the way they
1: do okay. Come back and see me. The hogs <laughs> I understood
0: what you meant, but it, I just want to point it out.
1: <laughs> um. Kids need a lot of fucking attention. <laughs> I, I can't do it tonight. What is my deal? You, all right. They they need what? <laughs> uh, a lot of attention. Oh yeah. God damn! It's people need to know that we're like an hour past. Two work. hours. It was About two, two hours. hours. So we're both a little. I like, Which
0: means I'm way deeper into the whiskey than I normally am.
1: And I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um. So I want to read one of these things, and I want you to give your advice.
0: Ooh, I like this game. Okay. Okay.
1: So I've been seeing my. This isn't me. This is Captain Dirty Pants on Reddit. I don't know. I don't know what their real name is. So I've been seeing my significant other for nine months, and we waited the mandatory six months prior to me meeting the kids. Stepson seven, stepdaughter two and a half. The bio dad has been up and down with his bitterness. So we've got a bio dad who's jealous of stepdad coming in.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, We've decided I'll move in at the end of the month and the kids, significant other, myself are all excited. Question, I and significant other are wondering, should we tell the bio dad preemptively about me moving in or let him find out via the kids. Shared custody,
0: 50/50. I think as a parent, someone who's going to be living with my child is very intimidating for me. And I think any parent would be intimidated by it just because that's that's a big it's change natural. and that's another person that's super involved with your kids' life that you don't really know. So what we did is we, we told my stepdaughter when she was with us so that we had, we had the chance to tell her. Because if we told the bio parent beforehand, then, then they get to spin it however they want and tell them or make it seem like not an exciting thing. So we told her when she was with us, and then in person during a drop-off, my husband would then tell the bio parent.
1: That so, is probably the best way to do it.
0: And we did that same thing when I was pregnant with my daughter. We we announced it to my stepdaughter who was screamingly ecstatic. She'd wanted a sibling forever. And then that same weekend after drop off, he told the bio mom that we were that Lily was going to be a big sister. So,
1: I think I think the way you did it is probably the right way to do it.
0: I feel like it's I don't want to say disrespectful to have the kid go tell the parent, but it, it kind of is. It's
1: it's it's very disrespectful. And you're putting your child in a situation they don't belong No one in.
0: wants to be a middleman. No. You don't even want to be a middleman.
1: The, the whole reason why my parents spoiled my little brother is because he wanted to be the middleman. My sister and I got ignored our whole childhood because we just didn't give a shit. <laughs> you know, like you guys mm-hmm. do your own thing. I think, it's, I think it's important to have the kids with you when you tell the other parent. That gives the other parent time on their own to figure it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Time on their own to come to terms with it and ask any questions. Um, we didn't tell my ex because I didn't care. <laughs> and I know that sounds bad, but.
0: Well, I mean, you guys were like 100% custody.
1: And I didn't so. care. And she found out through a phone call with Aubrey. You know, and she was like, oh, is she sleeping in your room with you? I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. She has her own room. Like, what are you? That's not how it works. Yeah. You weirdo. <laughs> All right. You want to do one more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is totally you. All right.
0: Like for, for real or for pretend?
1: Like pretty close to your situation. Oh. Except there's... A, It's very different. It's the same, but different. It's the same, same, different, different. Okay. All right. So this is from Tinkle Queen 99 and Reddit. (laughs) All right. It says, my partner has three kids, 9, 12, and 15. One we call and one we cough. We've been together two years. I love him like crazy and his kids are adorable. We currently live separately. However, I spend most of my time at his house as it's annoying going back and forth between houses, and obviously the kids need to stay at his. We have casually been looking out for a big house where we can all move in together, and now it's happened. The most beautiful house has come up, we put in an application, and we're moving in soon. My first thought was, I'm so excited. I love this man. I want a future with him. The kids will be a challenge for me as I'm not a parent, but we'll work it out. But today, I went to email to cancel my lease, and all of a sudden I feel anxious. I'm leaving my beautiful apartment that I've had for years, with all my things that are so nice, and there's no mess. It's a place where things stay put where I put them, where food doesn't get eaten by someone else, and things don't break unless I break them. It has a big bathroom, and it's so quiet. I'm scared about losing my independence. I'm scared about just becoming a stepmom, and I guess about losing me. Help. So we've got a, a possible future stepmom. They're not married yet. Mm. They have done some cohabitating on and off. Yeah. Um, but she has her own place. He has his own place where his kids are. And she's making that jump. Now, here's what's scary about this. Statistics say that people who cohabitate before marriage stand a 50% divorce rate. Really? Mm-hmm. And it's about the same for the others. So, I mean, it doesn't really say anything. But they say that most couples that move in before they get married that have kids from outside of their relationship, the chances of failure are very high.
0: Aren't second marriages like 75% or something oh, crazy yeah. like that? Like,
1: yeah, like it's 50% for the first marriage, 75% for the others. And then if you hit three, you get a free car. <laughs> I think that's how it works. <laughs> So what would you suggest? I mean, her, her fears and her worries are, I mean, we went totally over that valid. list of what to expect. Yeah. And this ticks all those boxes of what she's afraid of. She's afraid of losing herself. The kids are going to be in her face. There's three of them, mm-hmm. you know, and they're ages 9, 12, and 15. Those are not easy ages.
0: Oh, no. No, they're not.
1: And all of her nice stuff, and it's quiet, and it's this place where she can escape. And that goes away.
0: I think if she can have, like, a little office or a little room somewhere, if there's enough room in the house that can be just hers with her nice stuff to, like, work or be alone or play video games or whatever she likes to do, would be nice, but that's usually not realistic, especially with three kids.
1: See, I was thinking, and now that I think about it, I don't think it would work, but I was thinking you could do a trial move in. The kids are there seven on, seven off.
0: But you lose your apartment.
1: So you could keep your apartment.
0: That's so much money.
1: But you're spending it already. The situation hasn't changed.
0: But if the hu- is the husband supposed to the not husband yet supposed to cover the expense of the bigger house? No.
1: So you you don't you know you you, you don't move in first of all you don't buy a oh, house. oh you don't okay you don't buy a house until you're yeah buying a house and you have are they moved buying in a house that's what it said yeah. We currently live separately, but they found the house and they have an application and they're moving in soon.
0: Application. I think that's right.
1: No. So it says we've casually been looking out for a big house where we can all move in together. Now it's happened. Most beautiful house. We put in an application. So I'm guessing a loan application. Hmm. That's what I'm guessing. So they're going from, I'm guessing apartment, apartment. Yeah. And combining into one big house. Yeah. I think before that there should be a trial live together at the apartment where maybe you, you know, do a week there with the kids and just see how it is. Yeah. You know, help with all the parenting stuff. You know, really get a good feel. You'll know then if this is something you can do and if this is something you can't do. Yeah. But the problem with that is, what are you going to do when you can't? And the kids know that you came and tried it out and you leave. I mean, I guess it's better to have someone leave those only there briefly than have someone leave because they're longer.
0: I think, cause it sounds like she's super invested in this and wants it to work. So I think like you said, having the meeting where you lay out expectations of each other and what's expected of you as a, pre- as a parent. But my, my biggest down, <laughs> one of my biggest downfalls, I would say going into living together in a part-time parenting situation is that when my stepdaughter was here, I felt too guilty to ever leave because we didn't have her all the time. And for my husband, that time's very special and very precious. And right. I hate to say it, but now that I have a bio kid, I understand that. I Time with her is very precious and I want it and I, I use it. There are other times where I immediately want to take her to the grandparents, and I do. But, (laughs) but I could if you only saw them like forty percent of the time, I would a hundred. I would be there every minute of that forty percent. Yeah. Um, you know, except for when they're going through their naughty faces. But that being said, like I felt guilty leaving because I never saw him leaving. I always saw him there. And I felt like I should be there because I'm only expected to be a part-time stepmom. And if I can't even be a part-time stepmom and be involved the whole time, then what what am I doing? Like, why can't I even do that? Why am I so weak-minded or weak-willed or what's wrong with me? When really, if I had gone out with my friends or gone shopping more, like, I started building up a lot of resentment in the beginning. Because I felt like I was kind of, like, every time she'd come over, I'd kind of lose myself in it. But now there are times where it's like, okay, I know I have too much going on and I just can't handle it right now, so I'm going to make plans for that night. And that sucks because, yeah, I'm missing out on that time, but I need my sanity.
1: Well, and that's not much different from just a relationship. Yeah. Setting your boundaries and making sure that you can still be yourself within the relationship. Yeah. So. Well,
0: and you... It's hard because when you are in a part-time parenting situation and you work full-time, you you don't realize you need time for you and your spouse alone. Oh, that yeah. is super important. You need to still be passionate about each other. And we are. And we've been together for like seven or eight years. I don't even know what the time I had right now. Um, and then you need time with your kid. Then you need time with your stepkid. Then you need time with your friends. Like, and you need alone time. Mm-hmm. It's hard to which, juggle all of that.
1: Which, this, this is how I prioritize it. I come first. I come first in all of this. Because if I'm not 100%, Mikkel doesn't get 100% of me. Yeah. And Aubrey doesn't get 100% of yeah. me. Yeah. Instead, they have to settle for which no one wants to settle for 70% of Cody. No,
0: no, of course not. <laughs> they, you know, they <laughs> want the whole
1: thing. You know, so, so I always prioritize myself first. And that doesn't mean pushing them aside and not taking care of them. But that means that sometimes Mikhail comes to me with an issue or Aubrey comes with me to, with an issue or there's a discipline issue. And I say, not now.
0: Can't do it. Yeah.
1: This doesn't have to be addressed right now. I'm not in the right state of mind. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to discipline right off the bat, you, you know, unless I'd say, unless it's a younger kid and you catch him in the act then just, <laughs> yeah. but all right. Anyways. So I'll summarize with kind of what you need to do. Set expectations, sit down with your partner, sit down with your kids, set the expectations. Yeah. Don't ask your kid if it's okay. No. That's not their choice. No. That's not for them to figure out.
0: Plus that's too much for them. They just want structure.
1: Be careful not to bypass these discussions of expectations.
0: Yeah, seriously. So a lot of times
1: we do, it's called sliding, not deciding. We just go with it and we'll figure it out as it happens. That's not good for anybody.
0: No, because you may think like, well, I don't know. I'm not in this situation yet. How could I possibly know? No, there are certain things that you know. Okay, I know if somebody comes barging into my room at 5 a.m. I'm going
1: to be pissed. Yeah. Sit down and discuss your strategies, how you're going to handle that when the stepdaughter busts into the room or when the stepson, you know, walks in on you guys in the shower. Sit down and write out all the crazy scenarios and how they'll be handled. As a bio parent, you're going to think this is overkill and absolutely stupid. To the other parent coming into this, this is going to be a holy shit eye-opening experience like... Oh, fuck. They this could just, is
0: really happening. They could
1: just jump off a flight of stairs randomly. Yeah. I didn't know this about kids. <laughs> I, this is crazy. I
0: thought everyone had a self-preservation, but instinctively they don't.
1: Be careful and prepare your children carefully. Make sure they've met the person. Make sure they like the person. Make sure they at least can habitate together without having issues.
0: What if they don't like the person?
1: That's where you need to make the decision on... Is it worth it to have this person in your life to have them not get along with your kids? That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. That's a a huge can of worms. I
0: actually have a friend of a friend who pretty much every time he has his kids goes to another place to stay with them.
2: That's
1: rough. Yeah. That was really
0: hard. I'm curious, actually. I'm going to have to get an update on that situation.
1: Set household routines that accommodate your partner and your children. Have regular discussions if they're not working out. Be willing to adopt the way things are done at the ex's house. Adopt the way things are done when you're not there. But you also have to have things that are done a certain way when you're there. Uh Hey, when I'm here and you guys are here, don't come into the room. Knock first. Uh Super easy. And most importantly, before you make the decision to move in, think about the impact it's going to have on your kids if it doesn't work out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: think about if they end up hating whoever moves in or whoever moves in hates them. Put your children first. You don't put them in a situation where they're going to lose somebody or in a situation where they're going to be a victim to domestic violence. Children come first, then everything else.
0: Children's safety, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's, there's so much more we can put oh, yeah. on this. This
0: could be like multiple part episode, which maybe we'll revisit it later I and think do good. another. I think that's good. This could be part one.
1: All right. Segments. Yeah. Let's do some segments. <sighs> segments. Yay. <laughs> All right, Jen, do you want to start? Sure. What do you got?
0: I have, I have a win, but it's kind of sad, and then I also have a true crime.
1: All right. Do you want to explain our one upper game over? Do you want me to? You, you, can, do it. It. you. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. do it. I believe in you today.
0: <laughs> All right. A one-up is where you did something awesome as a parent in the last two weeks. And a game over where is where you did something bad as a parent.
1: All right. What do you got?
0: So my stepdaughter, because we do every Wednesday, every other weekend. So it had been a week since she saw me. So it was a Wednesday to Wednesday. And I was picking up my daughter from daycare. And she sent me a text and asked, where are you? When are you going to be home? I miss you. Aww. Which was super sweet. your
1: is like the Grinch and the Grinch's heart <laughs> three times that day. Yeah.
0: Um, but what's sad is like when I say stuff like that, I get nervous because I feel like if the bio mom were to listen to this even like four or five years later... That she would be upset if I said things that were either too nice about my stepdaughter or too harsh about my stepdaughter. I can see that. That she would, even if it were years later, that she would stumble upon this because she listens to podcasts and be like, oh, you should listen to this. And I'm sure she would share it with Lily, too because she shares things about my husband that are negative, which we've asked her a couple of times, like, don't bad mouth your ex. Yeah. It's abuse, it's psychological abuse. And actually in certain countries like Canada, you can actually go to court and say, yeah. look, they're psychologically abusing my kid because they're, they're, you're trying to turn them against you for I don't, I don't know what gain.
1: In the state of Utah, yelling in front of a child can be considered abuse.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Wow, that's interesting. So I worry about saying things that are too, like, nice. Like, even that, like, it was really sweet that she missed me, and I was actually excited to see her that day, and she came running out to the car, and she was so excited. Um, And Finley misses her so much when she's not here, but I worry... Cause I worry that the bio mom might be like, well, why don't you just go live with them forever then when mm-hmm. I don't want to replace the bio mom. No. I have adapted to being a part-time stepmom yep. and suddenly being a full-time stepmom sounds fucking terrifying. <laughs> so like I want her to be the mom and I respect her as the mom and I want my stepdaughter to be excited to be with her and to want to be with her and to have fun with her and to be happy with her and to enjoy her mother as her mother just like I want her to enjoy me as a stepmom. Yeah. So anyway, that's my win. Also, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I would
1: give you a win on that
0: one. Thanks.
1: I have a win too. I have a couple of them. They're really fun. So Aubrey got all of her electronics taken away. We talked about it on the last pod, I think.
0: Take that, Aubrey. (laughs) Where we found
1: out that she was doing like seven hours of Roblox a day.
0: Come on, Aubrey.
1: So I had taken all of her electronics away, locked them all down with parental controls, all crazy, right? This is what's crazy about this kid. Not a complaint. Not a worry. She didn't say a thing about it. She just said, okay. (laughs)
0: she's like a sociopath you're gonna wake up she's gonna have a knife over you
1: two weeks in like we talked about the goals that we set set for the summer that she had to do she's working on her goals she's crossing stuff off she's getting stuff done she's happier good we had a therapy session and her therapist dr doug was like okay where's this aubrey been over the past couple of months. <laughs> and we explained, well, she was spending seven hours on Roblox. and She was doing this other stuff. So... We
0: needed an update on that, by the way.
1: On the Roblox?
0: No, on, like, you sitting in on therapy, if you talked to her about that. Oh,
1: so, yeah, I talked but to we her. I asked ask her, I was like, hey, do you want me... Uh, you know, I told her, I said, hey, on podcast we talked about it, I realized, probably in the wrong for automatically sitting in. So I asked her at the beginning of the session, do you want me here? And she said, Yes. I feel comfortable, and I feel like I can open up more with you here as support.
0: Oh, that's And I good. said, totally cool.
1: And then when... Do you the- think
0: it'd be, like, a growth experience for her if you made her do one on her own?
1: Yeah, and I might, because um, there's some stuff that came up in that last session that they're going to touch on next time. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to give her the option. If you want me here, I will sit here, and I won't say a word, and I'll just be support. Um, and if you don't, that's totally fine. So I've been giving her the option. That's but good. She's been preferring me to be there.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: So we're working on this bike ride. We're working on doing a 20-mile bike ride, which she's got a really crappy bike. It's like one of those, like, it was bought at Toys R Us before (laughs) they shut down. It's like a crappy mountain bike. But we, like, went through, and I showed her how to tune it up and how to get it running perfect, right? So we get it running perfect, and we're doing our ride. And this ride's a 15-mile ride. And we're out, and it starts raining, and it's super windy mm. and this is her first time doing like the really hard climb portion of this bike ride mm. and she's fucking killing it
0: that's awesome and i'm
1: looking at her and i'm like hey how you doing she's like i'm good and she's like in the zone doing her thing and we're talking about the rain and how much it sucks you know it was super cold and we like get done with her ride and i was like Aubrey, that was badass like you yeah. 15-mile ride in the wind and rain. <laughs> and she was like, Yeah. She's like, it was really cool. And she was like super proud that she like did it in the rain. So next week we go out for a 20-mile ride. This was just a couple of days ago. And as we're out riding around, she goes, Hey dad, I've been a lot happier since you've taken my electronics away. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah? She's like, Yeah. She goes, I think I was really addicted to Roblox. <laughs> and that's not healthy, and it's not healthy to be in there and choose, like, that kind of interaction versus, like, a personal interaction. Yeah. And she's like, I think I'd rather, like, make stuff and do things. And so I told her, I was like, I was like well, playing Roblox is fine. Playing video games is fine. You don't have to give them up. Mm-hmm. You can just do them in moderation. Yeah. And so that was my big one-up, is that, like, she realized, wow, like, I'm a different person when I'm not sucked into this stuff yeah
0: that's awesome so that was
1: my big one up and then (laughs) i have a funny story so as we're as we're doing our 20 mile ride we're doing a portion that she's never done before and it's coming up there's a bar down here called cotton bottom and as you come down the road it's got like a really steep short hill and then it comes into a really really long gradual here Mm -hmm. as it climbs up to cotton bottom and we're in our bike gear so we're in lycra you know so You don't wear underwear with the shorts because it's got a chamois built in that doesn't, you know, chafe. So you don't chafe up your bits as you're riding. (laughs) But women are supposed to wear a sports bra. She didn't wear a sports bra and she's going through puberty. Oh. (laughs) We get to this downhill section and I, I tell her, I was like, all right, we really have to crank it hard on these pedals because we've got to carry as much speed into this hill as possible. Because it'll make it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get into your heart scare and just start and so she's pumping away, she's pumping away, and we're we're doing like twenty six miles an hour down this hill. Wow. And there's cars passing. And all of a sudden she just yells out, My boobs are jiggling <laughs> I was like, what the the hell? We don't yell. You don't yell. I wanted to tell her mine too. I was like, we don't, we don't yell out. And she's like, I probably should have worn a sports bra. I was like, you probably shouldn't have yelled out loud about your boobs as we're on a bike ride. But
0: oh, that's amazing. (laughs) She
1: she killed the twenty miles and she crossed it off her list. And she got her electronics back, and she's been limited to about an hour a day on Roblox. But she's been a lot better. That's since awesome. Since we've taken all that stuff away. And That's great. Her boobs are coming in, so congrats <laughs> to her.
0: Uh, good luck to you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right, I have a true crime.
1: All right. Uh, let's see. I know I've got it's it It's been so long. Which one is it? Which button? I'm going to say
0: red, because that sounds That's sketchy. That's not the one. Red. This
2: one. What'd you do? That up in right
1: here! We haven't played that one in a while.
0: No. Your daughter was supposed to be so much naughtier, and then we right? started a podcast. The- she was like, no. <laughs> no, I think
1: we started the podcast, and I think I've been growing as a parent.
0: Aww. And
1: I think as you grow as a parent, your kids.
0: That's a great way to look at it, and probably so true. It is
1: so true. It's not her that changed, and it's, it's not Mikel that changed. It's me that's changed.
0: Oh, it's so precious. And that's
1: why she's been better, is because I've been better. Folks, the organization <laughs> rots from the head. Have you ever heard that? Shit rolls downhill. If your kids are assholes, it's because you are not parenting the way you're supposed to. You
2: suck. <laughs>
1: so fucking listen to the podcast. But we love you for listening. Yeah, and you'll to be get a there. Cousin. You'll get there. Like kids, easy. It's, or your kids, something's fine. wrong with them mentally, and right. they'll be a serial you can, killer. You can sell them.
0: Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Finley and her ever never-ending potty training quest of not potty training still only goes potty if she's Winnie the poohing it, naked from the waist down. Donald ducking it. Yep. So. So she, she was doing that one day and she hadn't gone to the bathroom in a while. And she, she never poops in the potty. She's never once pooped in the potty. She's only peed. She only wants to poop in the diaper, which Makes I've heard. I've heard that that's like a thing that some kids
1: do. I heard it's like due to possession. They possess that poop.
0: That poop is part it's of them.
1: Do-do. And they don't want it to go away.
0: It's so weird. I could see that with her because she's so possessive over stuff.
1: Because if you think about it as as like a little kid, like part of my body fell out of my butt (laughs) and I'm just supposed to flush it away. A
0: couple times like when she's pooped and we're like, we have to change her diapers, she says don't touch my poopy. (laughs) Leave my poop alone. (laughs) Yeah, leave my poopy alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, uh, I went downstairs and there was two giant Turd's on the floor. <laughs> I also have a dog that's going to be sixteen soon.
1: He's so old,
0: and he poops on the patio right now because he's too lazy to walk the extra three feet and to the fucking lawn. Just I guess
1: deaf as can be.
0: Oh, and he's starting to go blind, and his hips are just like cowboy-looking. What he walks
1: does it just you walk out in the backyard, and it's just like staring at like. A corner of the fence.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then my other dog, she's nine, 10, and she's, you know, neither of them had an accident in years. It's been years. But my daughter's also never pooped, not in a diaper ever. And my dog's getting older. And all three of them are right there. And I'm like, who did this?
1: You're like, I've lived with the dogs the longest. I trust (laughs) them more than you
0: but Riley's getting old yeah. and Finley, like she's held it. Like she'll say, I need a diaper. And I'm like, no, you can go in the potty and she'll hold it until it's nap time. And then we have to put a diaper on cause she's not big enough to, you know, hold it while she's asleep. And she chooses nap time to poop her pants. So anyway, I'm staring at this poo and the three of them and none of them are acting guilty. And I'm like, Finley, did you poop on the floor? No. Are you sure? Yeah. And then I asked the dogs and usually they put their heads down. You know, they, yeah, they, they just stare they at me. Yeah. yeah. They just fucking, st- all three of them just stare at me. And Steve, Steve ended up picking up and there was some fur in it, but I don't know if it was like <laughs> fur that was already on the floor.
1: Or if like Finney's licked the dog. Or...
0: <laughs> Cause she sometimes eats food off the floor. So yeah, that's my true crime is one of those three assholes pooped on the floor.
1: And I like that it's very specifically assholes that did it.
0: It was. So what it's one no other part of the body. No <laughs> it's
1: the assholes. Oh, Finley, she cracks me up. <laughs> She's so funny. I think that does it for us today, Jan.
0: Yep, we made it.
1: We did the podcast. It's <laughs> it's
0: Ten fifteen. 10. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, topics you want us to cover, email us at
1: hello at unqualified parenting.
0: Follow us on Instagram.
1: Give us a like, a subscribe, a dollar, whatever. (laughs) You can go on Patreon and you can support us on Patreon. We still haven't figured out our gifts for Patreon members, but maybe you'll get lucky and we'll figure it out by the time you're a Patreon. (laughs) What else do we have? You have
0: survived another fortnight of purging.
1: I feel like there's something we've missed.